Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, an RT News report, um, this is of the, the dead whale that was found in County Kerry. It's been getting a huge reaction and a level of attention. And it's not because of the whale. It's because of um, an interview that uh, RT did with somebody that was there. The great wonder from the deep was first sighted in Bwili Khil yesterday morning. An awful size. Over 75 feet long, this is a fin whale, the world's second largest species of whale. I never in my life did I see such a crowd up today. And I never wish you which whale knew. It's amazing how he drew all the attention to them. It's long and it's wide. You could never imagine that which come in there, but I suppose it came in the weekend there, there was a was southerly, southwesterly wind there, and a gale there, and I suppose, just he, he, he came in, it's a... And that's Pascal Sheehy talking to uh, one man and many other locals uh, over the dead whale in Kerry, but it's been getting a lot of reaction online, and it's down to the fact that people say they had difficulty trying to understand the member of the public. Um, and I, I was interested in this today, because... I wonder, is it simply that we don't hear enough regional or local accents on radio or television that that people say that we're having some difficulty? Like, is it a case are we losing our regional accents in general? And I've asked people to get in touch today with your experience. If you're somebody, if you're like me and you have a regional accent, whether it's Donegal or a border accent, I want to hear your stories today. Do people ever ask you or tell you or say to you that they... They don't understand you. They've trouble understanding you. John is with us on the line. John, I believe you're from Cork. What's your experience of this? Hello, Andrea. Well, I'll tell you now, it's not a question of accent at all. It's a question of how you speak. I mean, if you speak slowly and allow for the fact that the person you're addressing isn't from your own area, for instance, if I meet someone who's Italian or Spanish or and they're struggling with English, well, I'm not going to use colloquialisms and I'm not going to speak to him in the way I'd speak to a fellow cock person. So it's a matter of just slowing down. And accents are a wonderful thing. Mm. They add variety and every accent is beautiful in its own way. Remember Neil Tobin was... Um, very fond of doing all the accents around Ireland. And we have such a wonderful um, selection and variety of accents in yeah. Ireland. It's wonderful. And your own accent, how oh, Danny Gall, is very distinctive. <laughs> but, um, no, there's no, no problem. It's wonderful. Uh, and But we, we have no problem listening to you or, or understanding you. Oh, you're very it's good. A, <laughs> no, no, there's not, plenty, not, plenty that'll disagree with you, though, John. No, no, there's no problem. You speak clearly. Oh, the, the intonation is a different thing. That's your <laughs> accent. That's your accent, the intonation. Yeah. But I'm talking about elocution. And I think that in schools, it should be part of the uh, curriculum that each individual yeah. child should be asked to, to read out, reading out aloud uh, and slowly. And that would develop their self-confidence and should go a long way. That's a really interesting suggestion, John. Yeah, because... Elocution it, it, in school. Yeah, it would counteract bullying. And it would instill self-confidence in the individual pupils. And they could progress then from reading to um, addressing people in public and could be a training in personal development. It's very important, mm. you know. 
uh, not to be afraid, your actions will kick in automatically because that's the uh, you're born with that. But like, if people would just slow down and speak a little more yeah. slowly and allow for the fact that the person they're addressing uh, isn't from their own area. No, I, I totally agree with you on the point actually around speaking too fast and I think I know myself included, a lot of us are very guilty of that. Eddie is with us as well, John. Eddie is also on the line. Eddie, you're in Sligo. What's um, what's your experience? How are you? I'm good, thanks. I agree with everything that John said, actually. Apart from the fact that you, uh, he, I think he said you had his only called accent, which isn't correct. But anyway, <laughs> I, because I know you have a kind of a Sligo school accent. Yeah. Cross, <laughs> crossbreed, as we discovered today. Yeah. And I think, actually, I'm the same. I, I, I had a good laugh when your researcher uh, was in touch this morning um, because uh, I, I know that I do come across with a Sligo accent to people who aren't from Sligo, but if... If, if I if you asked a Sligo person here, did I have a Sligo accent? They'd say no. no. They don't. Yeah. I don't have a town accent. You know, so it's it's all relative. And within the smallest areas of the country, there are totally different accents. Mm. Like even in Sligo, Sligo town is as you know is completely different from yeah. Sligo county. And even the south sort of or the west uh, uh, side of Sligo would sound a bit different from the from the east side of Sligo. And it's obviously it's, it's probably the same in Dublin, but. I wouldn't be uh, off fair enough with the Dublin accents to know the different sort of regions of it, apart from Dublin 4, of course. Um, that's the and point, my, though. my father you... was a cabin man, right? My father was a cabin man, and he used to, if somebody, if he couldn't understand what they were saying, he would ask them to speak in D4. So that, and, and that's, uh, that's kind of going back to what John was saying there. If you slow down and. Yeah. and, and D four gets an all, you know gets gets a terrible a terrible <laughs> slagging altogether yeah. about about the accents. But do you think Gosh, we're look, in? F- I, I think they deserve it because I got <laughs> such a slag when I went to Belfast, when I went to UCD. I got such a slagging for my accent. Do you do you think we're in? You know, is there a risk of us losing regional accents? And I'm not just picking out any area or person in particular, but you know, like a lot of the texts coming in today are people talking about their own kids. I assume they must be in their teens or early 20s. And the, the fact that they nearly all sound the same. I know there is a little bit of a risk in that, but I, I you know, I, I think if we stay strong, we, <laughs> we preserve them. I, my, my daughter, okay, she hangs around with a, a, a bunch of girls who are all from different parts of Sligo and they all have the same accent. Um, and it's almost, I hate to say it because of social media and everything and because of TikTok and they're listening to so many American accents all the time that it's becoming that kind of homogenized, semi-American, transatlantic kind of accent. I, I'm sure there's a lot of people around the country who sort of yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot but of texts that, actually that, making that, that point. Sort of, that is seeping in, and uh, and I, I I agree with John that we we got we should hang on to our accents with great pride because it's part of who we are. It's it's our story, like so. I think uh, I, I I don't know what kind of an accent I have now. I'm kind of half Sligo, and I don't know. Yeah, there's uh, as, as they say, this like a little bit of a diluted Sligo. <laughs> Leitrim infiltrated for sure. Ready, Michael is on the line as well. Michael, you you're in Wicklow, is that right? Down, down a week, Andre. <laughs> so, what's your experience of people talking to you about your accent, or do they ever? Yeah, 
Yeah, it has come up, Andre. Yeah, Wakesford, uh, Waterford, uh, and Mayo. As soon as I get to speak out a couple of words to come out with a laugh. God, you're a weak little man anyway with, with me voice talking, you know. The way I'll be talking. And is it, a, is it an accent or is it turn of phrase? Uh, no, to me, you say, to just say it after me. Well, well you're a Wicklow, a Wicklow man anyway. What part of County Wicklow are you from? Easily yeah. identified. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. And it happened me up recently, Andrea, in Waterford one day. I went down to see a, see a person there and inquire about something. Because we laugh, he says, you're a, weak, you're a Wicklow man anyway. But you're proud of your accent, Michael. Pardon? You you were proud of your accent. Ah, yeah, yeah, I would, I would be, Andrea, yeah, do you know the way it's speak like? What about you, John? Are you, like, proud of your Cork accent? I'm I, I just, ah. you know, that, that man from Sligo now, I detected a Sligo accent there because <laughs> a friend of mine is from Sligo. And um, I kind of picked up the Sligo accent from him. But the thing is, um, I am, but what I want to say is, when we're speaking to our own people on the ground, out in the street, we'll speak differently to when we're addressing people we're not familiar with because we have to allow for the fact that they may have different phrases. For instance, I won't say to an Italian that um, such and such a person is murder for the drink. The Italian wouldn't know what I was talking about, <laughs> but an Irish person straight away knows that he's a martyr for the drink. He drinks too much. So we have this problem of colloquialisms and uh, phrases that we use but yeah. apart from that um, we just keep our accents and cultivate them because it's part of the variety and um, cultural beauty of uh, our country every country has its own accents you know and even within a national accent you have infinite variety so that a person like in England will immediately yeah. pick up a Yorkshire accent or a Devon accent no, it's straight away. And America and every country. It's just part of being human, really. Well, know? I have a text in from a listener who says, teenagers these days in Dublin all sound American thanks to YouTube. Martin in Selbridge says people are raising their intonation at the end of every single sentence and it's ridiculous and quite annoying. Also, people can people from GAA circles please stop saying look it at the start of every sentence uh, another listener says I'm living in Cork 20 years and people still can't understand me at times I'm originally from the Louth Calvin area it's just on certain letters I was talking to somebody from Calvin recently who thought I was from Dublin so if you can uh, square that circle Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk.